We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, we are recording on the Spotify Live app right after the Warriors 142-112 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. One point off of a franchise record for a playoff game. Flirted with the highest field goal percentage ever in a playoff game. I'm pretty sure garbage time blew that. Not that not that it matters. We're we're about winning, not stats here. But just kind of painting the picture. That third quarter, I, I don't know how else to put it. That was that was some vintage Warriors third quarter. I yep. thought they had a sloppy first half. The turnovers were disgusting, and then in the third quarter, clean that up and just you know it wasn't it wasn't the you know lock them in defensively the like Iguodala style third quarter run, but like same type of feel where it's like clean up yep. your mistakes and blow these guys yep. out. Completely agree. Um, one of those games where I think. These are the Warriors of 2022, right, Sam? Like, yeah. if they're not, they're not going on a 22 to two run. I think these Warriors are more of like a, hey, we're going to go on a 34 and 10 run, right? Like, they're not, they're not locking the other team up, but they've got an incredible offense, and I, that's how I felt about the Warriors tonight because, like you said, they shot the best that any team can shoot in the postseason. And the only reason why this te- uh, this game was close is because they turned the ball over a million times. That's the only reason why. Yeah. I mean, here's a number for you. Um, this didn't hold the whole way through, but 14 turnovers in the first half, and they had two turnovers in the second half up until garbage time. I don't know what happened in garbage time. But basically, the, the stretch of the third and fourth quarter that mattered. 14 versus two. Um, Draymond. Actually, I got to give a shout out to Draymond. I was ready to, I was ready to fire up the trade machine. <laughs> the first half, I'm just like, I'm just like, bro, I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the the throwing the ball around because you don't want to shoot it. Everyone knows what you're trying to do, thing. And then the third quarter, I thought he was, I thought he was awesome, awesome on defense. We we know he's got that in him, but also awesome pushing it in transition and making the simple pass instead of um, trying to do some like elaborate pass it through a defense that knows it's coming. Just basically. I think he was the key to turning it around the third quarter because you get those guys in the open court, no one's guard. Yeah, I, I, I think 
three games into the series, Sam, I, I think Memphis doesn't have a lockdown defense, right? I think we're starting to understand yeah. that. I, this is not a defense that's going to make things difficult for the Warriors. I think for the Warriors, it's the Warriors can only make things difficult for themselves. It is really what it is. And you saw that in the first half where the Warriors made everything hard on themselves for really no reason. And the moment that they stopped turning it over, the moment that they kind of just said, hey, let's make it easy. Let's, like you said, Draymond, make the easy pass, get to the hole, and let's just make shots. Andrew Wiggins was good. Otto Porter was incredible. Jordan Poole was fantastic. Clay Thompson took the shot. Like, it's just, hey, take easy shots. Take the shots I used to taking. And this defense is not a championship type of defense that makes you work that hard. And the moment the Warriors realized that, it's 142 points. That's ridiculous. That's like ABA basketball. 78 in the, in the second half, just to be clear. Like, um, yeah, I think it, it took them it took them a half to figure the Grizzlies out. Um, in some ways, you could say it took them three games, yeah, but Draymond kicked out agree, game one, game two, the GP2 thing. So it's like they've had different lineup combinations. Uh, obviously, Kuminga in the starting lineup. Uh, didn't work, although I like them going back to him to get his confidence Agreed. up at the Agreed. end once they established a rhythm. But um, what I was going to say on it is um, I think what's interesting is – so Memphis sold out so hard on the three-point line. And the Warriors, it, it was it was mind-boggling watching like Draymond and Steph try to hunt those little like pet plays of theirs and just end up in turnovers. They just decide to stop doing that. They're like, they're going to give us layups. Let's just, get, yes. let's just get it done. Let's just do it that way. Let's just do it that way. Steph had Steph had 14 free throws. Uh, aside from one, maybe two, they were all attacking the basket. Yeah. Like he got at least he one. He didn't on miss a, a free throw. Uh, he didn't miss a free throw for once. <laughs> the slump is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think they. I think he and Poole got really good at attacking the basket. And then yeah, you got a lot of help there from Otto. Otto rediscovering his shot. I think he's played well all series, but like. Uh, he was due for a game where he he went he went um three for five from three, but I swear all those threes were like kind of pivotal momentum shift threes. Yep. Yep. It it it, re- it, re- it was one of those where it was Andre Godala threes, is what you call yeah. it, right? Where it's like he makes them and you know they're huge. It's it's one. And the thing is, like Otto, I was t- I was saying this, Otto Porter is a forty percent three point shooter, and whenever he makes a three nowadays, you're kind of shocked. It's like no, he's a great fucking shooter. And it's really good to see him hit those threes. I thought Andrew Wiggins was great in the first half. I, I just thought this team just needs to play pretty normal. Like, it wasn't like an outlier performance, even though, according to the percentages, Sam, that it was an outlier performance. The Warriors shot 60, 50, 90. Um, they're the second team in NBA history in the postseason to shoot 60, 50, 90. But to me, it, it, this Memphis defense isn't incredible. And I thought the Warriors playing the way they did, it, it, this is kind of what you expect. I guess the defense is not special. Yeah, I feel like, you know, maybe on another night they don't hit this many, but the looks they generated really from kind of the middle of the second quarter on, dude, I'll take those looks all day. And if it's just a weird night where, like, they're not hitting the open looks, so be it. But I thought they took a lot of – the first quarter was rough. Really kind of into the middle end of the second quarter was kind of sloppy. And then they they really turned it on, third quarter especially. Um Good, good call on Wiggins. I thought Wiggins was, I thought Wiggins was awesome today. Awesome. I, I have no complaints. He's attacking the rim, taking layups, um, hit some open feet set catch and shoots. Just do, taking exactly what the defense gives him. He was pretty disruptive on defense. 
he made some plays there. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind of like, this is what you were hoping when they got Wiggins. This is like, yeah, the best version it, of it really is. <laughs> it really is. I mean, he struggled for a few months now. You, you and I have kind of talked about it, but this is the type of game where I, I don't know, Sam, Sam, it felt like a regular season type of game. But I mean, I mean, the pressure was, was huge, right? This, the game three is, is extremely kind of pressure. Yeah, it's a one, one, one series. Yeah. Yeah. One, one series. I think like the Warriors lose this game. They're in deep trouble, right? Especially at home. But I think the style that this game was played, the flow that this game was played was kind of like a regular season game. And, uh, it, it, it just, it, it just feels like this Warriors team. Uh, we hope that John Moran is uh, is healthy because he walked off with a knee injury. But I feel like this Warriors team kind of figured something out this game. To me, to me, Sam, it feels like this team figured something out, especially offensively. Yeah. Um, yeah good time as any to talk about the jaw thing. We what don't happened? know. Sam, what happened? To my eye, going for a ball planted kind of funny. Um, uh-huh. it, it wasn't... I'm, I want to be careful to not like project something. And then like we find out, you know, something right. else later. We're recording this right after the game. All we know is he's gone to the locker room, but um, it looked like a little, it looked like a little hyperextension type of deal. Okay. Um, uh-huh. I can't, I can't really tell. Um, it's he, you know, his knee, it wasn't a knee to knee contact. He planted and kind of limped. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like the, you know, the worst case knee injuries you see in the past where you're like, um, okay. you know, it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a claim in, uh, you know, against Toronto type of thing either, but it doesn't, it didn't look good. And the way he was limping, like it's hard for me to imagine he plays in game four. And that just kind of, I mean, I don't know where Memphis goes if Jaws out. It might be, yeah, it I might mean, just be over yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. The series is over if Jaws out. Obviously he's been incredible the series, but uh, it looks like Taylor Jenkins is saying that, uh, after the game that Jordan Poole pulled his knee, uh, I, I don't know if that was the case, but it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy take for a coach to say. So uh, he reached at his knee. He did. I'm looking at it here. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. It's, uh, dude, I hate playing this. Right. Uh, I hate playing this game. It's uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It, he's it, it doesn't look. Here, I'm, you know what? This is yeah. I'm watching. Podcast. I'm watching it. I don't know. Like, I'm sending it, it to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I see it, but I mean, I don't know. You think Jordan, what Jordan Poole's grabbing at his knee? That sounds crazy. Uh, I don't know. J- J- John Moran missed about a month of the season heading into the postseason with a knee injury. So, I, man, we hope George, we hope John's not hurt. Um, but he he's had some issues this regular season with the with the injuries. Yeah, he missed. Um, 20 games there obviously 20 all games, 20, yeah. 22 we all saw the stat there were 20 and 2 without him i don't think that translates to a playoffs no, I, think it tells, yeah. I think that tells me that they're a really solid team who can still generate regular season wins um but yeah i, I uh, leading with that that's kind of that's kind of rough from taylor jenkins I, I don't really know what to take of it i'm watching this right now and i'm uh yeah i don't see it I, I don't see. see I don't see it either. He was. He definitely. He definitely grabbed at his leg as he was trying to go at the ball. Because it's, it's like. Because it's like this, right? Like if that's the injury that got Jaw hurt, like Jaw was already hurt before the injury. Like if that's mm. what it takes for your knee to get seriously injured, I mean, what are we doing here, right? So that's a slight tug. Uh, yeah. Now I'm. Now I'm. Now I'm bummed because I know exactly what the yeah. noise is going to be for the next. 48 hours about this and, it's, and for, forget twitter and, and trolls like right. that i just the national talking shows are going to go in on it and 
Right. Uh, it's going to be quite obnoxious, quite, quite obnoxious. So I'm going <laughs> to, you know what? I'm going to ignore it for right now because right, everyone right. listening to this. Let's talk on. about the game. Let's talk about the game. Yeah. Um, what other, what other talking points of this game? Um, can we talk about Jordan Poole? Like how good he played? Like, let's, yeah. let's be honest. Another hyper efficient game, 11 for 17, three for five from three, 27 points. There are times when I watch him, I'm like, is he the best player on the team? Now, <laughs> you know, Steph's, Steph's objectively the best player. And, you know, the defense tells you who they think the best player is by their coverage right. every time. Sure. But sure. the the way in which Jordan Poole keeps improving every game, it's just wild to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, remember last year we're like, we think he's going to be a good player. Now I'm like, He's going to be a max player. Yeah, That's he's going to be saying. a great player. I, I think this is the type of game where, you know, Steph was pretty passive for the first quarter of the game. And I think sometimes as Warriors fans, even though Steph was fantastic tonight, that to Steph, right? Because he's always going to be great for a full game. He's like, oh, I'm going to play the long game. I'm going to, I'm going to get hot in the second quarter. I'm going to figure it out. With Jordan Poole, it's like, hey, I'm going to come in. I'm going to attack John Morant. And that's what Jordan Poole did. He's going to come in and he's going to be extremely aggressive. And I think sometimes as Warriors fans, you love to see that because the Warriors need more than one creator. And I think when you see Steph and Jordan Poole together, it's special. It really is. It really is because Clay Thompson was amazing today shooting the ball. Uh, but at the same time, Sam, you watch Jordan Poole and the way that he puts pressure on a defense it is the same way you see Steph put pressure on a defense. It's it's you don't see that very often. Like you look at the Memphis Grizzlies, they really only got one guy that can create his own shot. It's John Morant. And you're watching the Warriors with Jordan Poole, and you're like, oh, you're seeing two guys that can do the exact same thing. Special. Yeah, and it's it's really the I mean, it sounds simple, but it's like pass, dribble, shoot, and can score from all three levels. You got two guys like that, very hard to guard. Very particularly when one of them is like the greatest of all time at it and teams throw two bodies at him. It's uh it's it's a lot of fun to watch. It's it's quite frankly what this team needed. They needed another shot creator around Steph. We kind of thought they needed to go out and get one in free agency or a trade. You know, the 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 team thought maybe they could develop it internally. And of all the high draft picks they have, who is it? It's the kid they took 28th overall. I don't think they thought he was gonna be this good either to be honest. Like, I think it's just, you know, you gotta, you gotta give credit to Jordan and Jordan alone for working and just kind of, I mean, he wasn't ready to play in the NBA his first year. Now we're talking about a max contract. That's, that's, that's some serious, serious work. Yeah, it it, it really is. It's, you don't see stuff like this very often. You watch every single team in the postseason left and uh, you don't see this. The Miami Heat, Right, they only really got maybe one guy that uh, maybe right. You watch the Bucks, they got Giannis. That's it. You watch the Celtics. Uh, you watch. You watch the Suns. Yeah, okay, maybe they got maybe you got. Suns are very. Suns are very. Suns are very fundamental. Okay. Yeah. Right. By the well, way, you, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say I want to take it back to the jaw thing. Um, yeah. This is not the best live time stuff, but Hollinger, friend of the show, tweeted out. Um, I know the, the show. I know the Grizz are talking about the play where Pool hit. Uh, Jaw's knee, but I'm wondering if he actually tweaked the knee one play earlier. It's one of Jaw's acrobatic up and under. I mean, he had like 10 of them, right? One of those ones, and he's kind of lands funny on his knee and is kind of like not moving normally afterwards. So it, it kind of speaks to your point, which is like if you think that's the play that he 
got hurt right. on where, where um, Poole grabs it. Like, he was already nursing. Right. It, it sucks because he's he's had a knee injury beforehand, and, um, you know, it, it's where we're at. Okay, that's officially the last I'm going to discuss this. <laughs> you know, and, and I want to say gonna get. I know I'm going to get sucked into it later. I know it's going to happen, but I, I'm putting it out there. It's the last we're going to talk about. It. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I want to say one thing, too, about Ja. Uh, the Warriors' game plan against Memphis is actually really good defensively. Uh, I think if you're Steve Kerr, and I think he's doing it right, uh, you the, the the Memphis started this game with six threes, and half of those threes were pretty bullshit, right? And I think the Warriors, they said, let's stick to the game plan. Let's let this team shoot these extremely tough threes. If Zaire Williams is going to make threes, live with him, right? Yeah. And I think the Warriors – If the, the teenage pick, rookie is going to kill exactly. you, then so be it. You know? So be it. So be it. If he's LeBron James, he's LeBron James. Like that, that's a part. And I think the Warriors with, with this type of game plan is basically, it is LeBron James game plan. It is, Hey, LeBron, if you're going to score 40 points, Hey, John Morant, if you're going to score 40 points, fine, but nobody else is going to kill us. Desmond Bain, you're not, you're not killing us. Jaron Jackson, if you're going to make one, if you're going to want to make 28 foot threes, great. That's fine. But nobody else is going to kill us except for John Morant. And that's fine because John Morant isn't going to score 135 points. And even even if Memphis goes 135 tonight, right, they lose this game. And, and I thought that Steve Kerr, with the patience that he's had, I, I, the Kaminga starting didn't work out. Kaminga was bad, but I thought that the patience defensively that Steve Kerr, the game plan, I thought it was very well done. Yeah. By the way, we already got Woj saying the league will review Jordan. Okay. Hull. I thought I want to. You know, I want to say one other thing on John, a different in a different vein. Um, you know, the player he gets most often compared to. Russ, huh? <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Russ play this well against the Warriors. That's all I'm getting. Like, he, I want to give credit for as athletic as he is and supposed non-shooter. A, he can hit shots if you give them to him. B, he knows how to attack a defense that plays off of him. He's not just like going in there and throwing it off the side of the right. board. He knows he. I mean, he's probably seen that defense his entire life. He's always been the quickest guy on the floor. Know it like. People probably aren't pressing up on him. They're more like trying to beat me with your jumper. So he knows how to attack it. I think he's – I think he's – got to give him a little hat tip on that because I was thinking about it and people were like, oh, he's a little like Westbrook. I'm like, he's better than the best. Yeah, he's better. Yeah, already. Yeah, it's I not think. even close in my opinion. So uh, I'm going to throw that out there. Anyway, uh, back to the Warriors here. Um, should we get to the goons? Yep. That's, uh, by the way, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, before we get to the goons, I'm with you. I think this version of John Moran is better than, uh, than Russ. But let's get to the goons. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Ryan, what's going on, man? Hey, boys, what's up? First of all, I know you guys said you don't want to talk about it again, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, we, we got to get it out of the way. If that pool play dessert is called dirty, then the Desmond Bain one where he's diving at pool's knees is the same exact concept. You can't be saying one is disgusting and then saying the other is not. So I don't get that. Uh, should Steve Kerr call for Desmond Bain to be suspended? I don't know. Um, but other than that... Uh, Great game. Um, what's it called? We finally got out of our own way and just let the offense flow because Memphis really can't communicate when our offense is flowing. Uh, let's go beat this awful city. Get them done. I'm over it. On to Phoenix. Good call, Ryan. Appreciate it. Yeah, I can already see what direction this is going with the nonsense, and it sucks because it's been actually it's been entertaining basketball. Sometimes it's been a little frenetic and sloppy, but it's been entertaining basketball. Yep. And I, I hate that it's going to be about off the yep. court stuff. Yep. I think that's how that's how I feel about the entire series. David, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, um, watching the game, I had another thought. Okay, so what, don't be a negative Nancy, though. Ne- negative Nancy, though, with all this <laughs> pool stuff. Because, man, that was a great win. Just want to state that. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. <laughs> we needed that. But what I noticed, what I wanted to get your take on was in the chase arena because um, I noticed at the end of the game, like hella people were gone. And I was like, I was kind of, I was kind of like disappointed to see that. Like there was like three minutes left and a lot of the chairs were empty. I was like, man, I don't know if there'd be like that Oracle. I feel like we would have stayed, but I don't know if you had that same thought or noticed that. Yeah, I have, I actually have a take on this, Andy. Um, when you make the downstairs club and bunker suite just so nice, uh, people, even if they're into the game, can get sucked into it and miss like five minutes of real time. Um, the the beauty of Oracle was none of the amenities were nice enough to ever convince you to want to uh, not just get to your seat. I know that's a lame excuse, but it's it's just how people work. You have like... You have service and nice stuff in a lounge right next to your seat. Sometimes you're a few minutes late coming back from halftime. You know, sometimes you go in there when it's a 20 minute when you're when you're up 20. You know, I also thought I also thought the crowd was pretty good tonight. I don't know. (laughs) I thought it was pretty packed on opening tip, but I don't I don't know, man. I'm a I'm a chase apologizer. I, I think this Warriors team is fantastic. I think the fans are fantastic. 
And I think sometimes when tickets cost $250 for the highest ticket room, yeah, I was gonna say. Happens. I was gonna say the ones David's talking about courtside did not cost two fifty. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you yeah. that right now. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. So I don't know. Nikos, what's up, man? Hello, guys. Uh, just a question: uh, Is Jordan Poole and Wiggins the two best players from Warriors uh, in this series? I, think. <laughs> I mean, I, I just you could make. You I just could, feel. I just feel. You could make a case. They are the most consistent. I do think Wiggins has been the most consistent and Jordan Poole has been the most consistent, but it's in context of their role. Wiggins is not being asked to see the defenses that Steph Curry is seeing. With that said, all I've ever wanted from Wiggins is consistency in his role. You know? Yep. By the way, Sam, John Morant just tweeted, broke the code. (laughs) In, 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 In air quotes, so he's making fun of Steve Kerr. He's like, right, remember right. Steve Kerr said Dylan Brooks broke the code and um, they didn't like that. They were like, it was a bad play, but come on, man, you know? And now they feel like, you know, it's going the other way. I don't know. I can't, I, I, I don't, I, I, I hate, I hate this dude. I really hate this. That's hey, I, my, my take I, is I hate this. Yeah. I, you know, I'll tell you what though. Uh, if you want, to talk about a rivalry, you want to talk about the spice, you know, you don't want to talk about, you know, Lakers, Celtics, you want to talk about, you know, just, you know, LeBron, Warriors, you know, you just want to talk about drama and what teams are all about and what the NBA is all about. Isn't this good for the NBA? You, you want this. You want teams that hate each other. I, I don't think these teams hate each other, but I, I think you want teams that want to battle like this against each other. So I, I don't know. I think it's good for the league. I think it's good for the NBA. You you know what the real irony of the whole thing is? Jaron Jaron Jackson and Jordan Poole are like best. They were high school roommates. They're like roommates? close. Wow. They're, yeah, they went to a boarding school. I mean, one of those type of situations. They're like they're supposedly close, not just like teammates. So I, I kind of find it a little funny in some ways. But um, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's about to be venomous among the fan bases, and that's what really matters. Like, yeah, we we you know. LeBron and Draymond are friends, but it was venomous between the fan bases. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what really matters. So let's keep moving forward. Karima. Hey, guys. Okay. There we go. Just, well, first of all, I'm just bugging out about this Grizzlies team. Their coach, I want to bust him in his face anyway because he's talking greasy. And then Ja with this tweet, like, you know what? I need y'all to grow a set. Y'all was doing all, y'all want the smoke? Y'all want the smoke? You want to go up the chimney? What happened to all that? Now, now we're whining? Okay, but anyway, great win. I wanted us to step on these next, and that's what we did. And the game ball can go to several people, like I tweeted. Otto Porter found his shot. Praise be, okay? And Wiggins has just been superb. Sue. Herb and I love it and keep attacking, keep attacking, keep attacking because these grizzlies are going down in five, like I had already said. And um, you know what? I think auto auto starts game four. Your thoughts. Thank you. I agree with Karima. I think I honestly the only reason auto hasn't started is like I always feel like there's the uh the minutes 
question with him, given like the back, the hip, the the general loony ignolinus of his body, you know, like, but he's, um, he's, we know he's kind of maybe your best option at power forward or center next to Draymond. So I think the Warriors will go to him. They went to him in the second half and it clearly worked. Why not? Why mess with something? At this point from the Warriors, I want to get out of the series before more weird stuff happens. <laughs> so I'd start auto. Right, right, right. Otto Porter has been fantastic. To talk about him for a minute, Sam, uh, he's been struggling shooting the ball uh, for a while now, I, I think. And uh, for a guy that's shooting 40% from his career from three, right? I, I know you were all about Otto Porter before the season started. And you were right. I mean, we didn't know that he was going to be this type of a high IQ player, just rebounding the ball, defending the ball, and making the right passes. He's been incredible. And uh, I, it just it's nice to see him make these threes. It, it really is. Really yeah, I, I mean, I thought he could rebound the ball well for a four. Um, I didn't think he'd rebound the ball well for a five, which is what he's doing. Right. You know, like he's he's sized up even more than I thought. And um, I mean, he's I hope they bring him back next year because he's he's just a perfect fit to what they want to do. Perfect role player for this team. Knows his role. Smart enough. Can hit shots. Can be in the right place defensively. Rebounds like I, what, what more do you want? You know, from a rotation yeah. guy. Yep. Right. Uh, he's only um, he's only 29. Is he, is he is though? Him and, I think he actually might be 28. Um, him and him and Looney just you, you know what I mean. It's a, yeah, he's 28. He'll turn 29 during the finals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, good for him, man. He deserves it. He deserves it. With all yeah, the injuries gotta, he's had, he deserves, he deserves it. We got an epidemic of young men having hip and, and back issues. <laughs> By Andy the way, Looney, Looney, Looney was also great tonight. Otto, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, I was, I was very close to firing a uh, maybe Looney should start over Draymond tweet, and then, and, and then I holstered it, and you know, with with a little um, shot selection comes the reward of not being ratioed to death. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, he's been he's been so solid. He's he's done his job. I mean, he's. I think he's done a better job of um, – I thought he was going to have issues with, with um, Memphis' athleticism. He's done a better job of holding his own. Though. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, let's move forward. Let's get Luke up here. Luke. Luke from America, not Australia, I assume, based on the picture. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, I was driving, and it was stuck on there. Uh, I was just curious about Kaminga, like – what do, we, do we think if – I mean, I'm thinking maybe a little ahead of myself here like because we're going to the Suns next round. But what kind of minutes and what rotation are we looking at with him in there against the Suns? Yeah, Luke. Um, Andy, you want to talk about Kuminga real quick? What do you think of Kuminga today? Yeah. Kuminga was jumpy tonight. I, I thought looked, looked like a rook to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought defensively it was actually okay. I thought he was actually better defensively than offensively. Um but a little too much, a little too fast. He's trying to do a little too much. And I think it, it, one of those games where, yeah, if you're going to start someone, I think Kerr got a little cute. But I thought I thought if you're Kerr, you make the right move, right? You, you kind of make that defensive move. But I think the, with the Warriors, I think Otto Porter is the guy. I, I think next game, if you're not going to start Jordan Poole, you start Otto Porter. Very simple. I agree. Um, in terms of next round, Kuminga did have some useful minutes. Uh, against the Suns in the regular season. I could see him maybe being better in that series because his athleticism actually could be a problem for like the uh, the Cam Johnsons of the world, the Jay Crowders of the world. 
he's going to have to kind of – he's going to have to relax a little bit. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's got to get the jitters out of him. To, to be fair, I think Kaminga can play in this series. I just think that tonight uh, starting the game is not, not for him. Not for him. Maybe coming off the bench will be better for him. But I just think that fast, that quick, the pressure, maybe not. Not right now. Yeah. Josh, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing good, um, especially after – Said Clay was going to have a good night, and uh, I, I think he did exactly what he needed to. Uh, so I was happy with that. Uh, Kaminga, I thought, was okay. And uh, I just have a real problem with uh, Ja talking all this. He was wired up for the game, and uh, I, there was at one point where he kept telling his teammates he needed to get us, they need to get a stop, they need to get stops. And uh, I was like, my brother, uh, they're, they're hunting you on the ISO. Like, uh, you're the one that needs to, uh, you know, contain the dribble drive a little bit better. So. I just thought that was interesting, and uh, um, I've been seeing that out of Donovan Mitchell, you know, with the Jazz, and now Jaw with the Grizzlies. I, I mean, you got to play both ends at some point, and uh, that was, I guess, just really, uh, really bothering me. And one of the things I don't like about just that class of player is just like, you know, lock up. It's the playoffs, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I have nothing. I have nothing uh, to add to that. Well, you know, think? yeah, no, I think that's the difference between Steph Curry and a lot of players. You see the the amount of intensity that Steph plays with on defense and he understands that people are always trying to hunt him and I think Steph takes it personally. I think Steph takes defense more personally than really any other small guard in the entire NBA. And I think that's really cool. I think it's really cool. I think Steph defensively is what a lot of these players strive to be. Uh, you talk about Trey Young, you talk about Donnie Mitchell, you talk about John Morant, you talk about all these young guards, right? They're focused on offense. They're focused on scoring 30 points a game. And I think Steph is you know, Steph is a good defensive player, and I think that's what that's what makes it really cool versus guys like these guys. Not going to argue with the Steph propaganda. <laughs> I, Actually, couldn't resist, up, I couldn't resist, what's Sam. Up, <laughs> For like 30 hey, seconds, I had to. I got to ask, man, like this is kind of getting nasty discourse. Yeah, I agree with you. That's I'm honestly – this is the furthest from what I wanted to do a postgame show on. I, I don't know what else to – Andy, I mean, it's like everyone's going to call in and mention about it, and – I can't blame them, but it, it just it just really sucks. I don't, I don't know what else to say. It sucks. Game one, what you know, Draymond gets kicked out. Game two, what Dylan Brooks did to GP two was really messed up, and the, and now they're gonna play up this jaw thing. And I agree. It's just it's. I'm. I, you know what? I was looking forward to the Grizz. I cannot be done with the Grizzlies series. Yeah, I am with you, and, and I think that's part of this is the 2022 social media. It's every single thing is scrutinized. Every single thing is talked about. And I think this is what happens, especially when it's such a high visibility series like this where Steve has said some stuff, right? And Taylor Jenkins is saying stuff now. And Draymond has said stuff. And I think this is what happens. This is just what happens. And I think end of the day, it's as long as the Warriors win, who cares? As long as the Warriors win. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, let's keep moving forward. Let's get Rishi up here. Rishi, what's up, man? 
Hey guys, uh, thanks for putting this together as usual. Um, first of all, I'm tired of the nitpicking with the Chase crowd. They were pretty great the entire game. It was a 30 point blowout and they left a little early. Like, were you I, there? Like, I wasn't there. I like okay. I, some friends were there and like it looked nice. like it was pretty good. Yeah, it so, did. So, I think that stuff is just gets really annoying. Um, the other thing with the like the whole all these storylines and other stuff like that, I feel like this is just classic Adam Silver NBA, where it's like we can't even talk about the basketball game after like just one play that has to blow up and like all these storylines and stuff it makes it shitty to watch the series. And it's just this is why the NBA has other problems, but whatever. Uh, and then Jordan Poole, I think he's a top twenty player. Uh, and I think next year you're gonna like top. probably see him be an All Star next year. Top twenty. Wow. Top twenty. That's bold. But I'm not here to tell you no. Uh Andy Lou, is Jordan Poole an all-star next year? Is the all-star team just the entire Warriors roster? <laughs> the, the, the all-star team is just the small lineup. It's just the 2022 death lineup. I don't know if he's a top twenty fits player, five. but yeah, he's playing like it. He's playing like it. Simply put, yeah, he's playing I, like it. I, give me top 40. I'll go top 40 for Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, um, he's, play, he's, he's playing that great. I think he's actually, he's in that second tier of guard playmaker. Like he's not in the um, Steph, Luca, like the A list guys, but I think he might be making a case to be on the B list. Yes. And he's young. Know? He could get there. He could. He's, I mean, he's interesting. <laughs> Let's get Lucas up here. Lucas, how's it going? Oh, Jaw already deleted yeah, the tweet. By the way, yeah, Jaw to Jaw deleted the tweet. I bet you somebody told him to delete it. This entire uh, this entire pod is gonna be so funny when people listen to it, and um, because we're doing this live after the game, it's just we get can't be re- can't be reacting to Gen Z on Twitter, you know, because like great. they'll delete. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sam, you're right. You can never react to Gen Z on Twitter ever. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody does. Well, it's, it's, it's taken four twists and turns before, uh, before the episode ends. Uh, Lucas, what's going on, man? Cheers, fellas. All well. Uh, how are you guys doing? You caught me almost talking to myself. I, I wasn't expecting to get caught so early. Um, first of all, uh, I think Ja went really fast from getting sympathy from, from the Warriors fans for, for, to getting their hate. I think this is I think this is has been one of those those games where we actually made adjustments and like I talked with you guys some calls ago and we were getting so sorry 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 uh, we always had when we played so poorly it seems like we have so so much difficulty to adjust and today like you said Sam it was like when Kerr called that first time out we said let's stop fucking around and play good basketball <laughs> and make good decisions and and that was really a a statement because I think in the other games, uh, Memphis was getting the opportunity to bully us because we were not making those adjustments and not making the right decisions. Like you said, uh, Draymond kept making the same mistakes and trying pass the passes that weren't working. And I think that Kerr did a, a tremendous job, Kerr, 
14.7 or whatever. And, <laughs> and what I want to talk about also is the fact that Steph is not being so aggressive. And I saw a lot of people complaining on Twitter that Steph was not being aggressive. And this week, the media was so being so disrespectful with Steph and that has been been so annoying and I don't understand why Steph doesn't be doesn't doesn't try to be more aggressive when he tried to drive to the lane he was getting by so easily he was no one in uh, on the Mathens defense could deal with him so I yeah. don't understand why he well let me answer that And, and by the way, Lucas, we always appreciate the call. By the way, shout out Lucas calling in, calling from Brazil in his second language. Legend. Andy, could you, could you call in in a second no. language? Nope. No. no chance no, at no, all. No. I can't speak um, Cantonese that well. No chance. Yeah. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. What I was going to say is, um, so I think Steph is trying to balance getting everyone else involved and picking his spots. And that, this is what classic, like, unaggressive Steph games look like to me. I agree. Agreed. I, I think watching, starting this game, he's like, oh, Clay's struggling. Let me get him involved, right? Kaminga's starting. Let me get him. And that's who Steph is. I think he's as true of a point guard and a leader that you'll always see. I think as Warriors fans, it's easy to get frustrated. I, I think that's what it is. It's easy to get frustrated because you're like, Steph, shoot the ball. Nobody cares. Just shoot it, right? Shoot it 30 times. Yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes it gets frustrating, yeah. All right, Ty, what's going on, bro? Yo, yo, um, to try and piggyback off of uh, almost Andy's point, uh, one thing I've noticed with the Warriors is a lot of times we let guys do their hero, bar mo hero ball, martyr ball shit, and because, like, basketball conversation is so such lacking in nuance and has gotten devolved into the who's the best guy versus who's the best guy stuff, uh, people don't necessarily, like, think about it. Because, like, as much as Jokic is a beast, he was playing against guys who were, you know, 30 to 50 pounds sh uh, lighter and three to five inches shorter and jaws on an island, just like LeBron in, in 15 when it's like a team game. And Steph is sitting here manipulating defenses and all of this nonsense. But it, it's always going to come down to the, to the one thing or to the one guy thing. So my prediction, we get the Larry this year and whoever we play, the best player on that, uh, on the opposite team is going to do like 32 and whatever on mid-efficiency and get called the best player in the world, and they're going to say Steph's not top 10 because ESPN needs headlines. But a uh, good win, uh, Jazz Corny, and good night. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I do agree with him. It's like there's, there's middle ground between being impressed with what Jaws done this series and understanding the Warriors are daring him to shoot it 30 times, you know? Um, like that's their scheme. They're like, we, we don't think you can beat us one man by yourself. He did once, but you know, they don't think he can. Nope. So nope. All right. A couple more and then we'll call it a, we'll get our guy Shik Chioza up here. Hey guys. How you doing, man? Pretty solid. Just, uh, scrolling through the timeline. There's a lot of job bitching going on. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this Memphis coach is an actual bitch. I'm just gonna say that. Like, <laughs> relax. Like, fuck, fuck this guy, dude. He's going out for a fucking pool, just trying to get him suspended. It's like the third campaign. Oh, fuck these guys. Anyways, I think that's a, a sign the pool's finally arrived. Is that everyone's trying to get him suspended? Um, that's a good so, point. Nothing much. Nothing much. Add, nothing much. Add, but a great game. Hopefully, we shoot like this. But um, 
Yeah, good to see play like half Pettis checking in half. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Shake is Shake. Shake just comes in hot. Just I respect you know. it. Yeah, Shake being Shake every time. Callum. Hi, right, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Come bailing in from uh, Manchester, UK. Let's go. Nice. Sorry, sorry, Pat. Uh, I'm, I'm drunk, man. I'm drunk. I'm drunk too, brother. It's like nearly five o'clock. You know? It's nearly five o'clock over here, man. It's nearly five. Yeah. What I was going to say now, what we got to do to get all the port back in that sign, man, up now. Like, come on. You see him diving for them loose balls, offensive boards, everything. Like, do you think all port now should be in that sign lineup for this series? Yeah, Callum. Appreciate the call, by the way. Manchester. Love it. Um, I, I think Otto should be the starter next game. I think uh, it's the appropriate time for he, – he's their best option, right? Like, it, he's he's their best front court option if you want Wiggins on the wing. You got to put Otto up there. Um, I want to read the quote Jaron said, and then we'll probably get out of here, Andy. Jaron Jackson, uh, on the play, the Grizz say hurt Jaws' knee. It's unfortunate. You never want to see that type of stuff. But no one's out here dirty. No one's out here like that. It's just unfortunate. You know the code. We've been talking about the code all series. Oh boy. Uh, seems to me like he was, it seems to me like Grizz teammates were probably told Ja to uh, you know relax. Yeah, take <laughs> t- turn turn the temperature down a little bit. I don't yeah. know. It, this is it, look. That play was nothing fucking close to what Dylan Brooks did. Nothing close. Dylan, even even Dylan's play is just like it was just one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Dumbest, you know? and I think I don't the, think he, I think the I Grizzlies think agree. Yeah. yeah, I think the Grizzlies agree. The Grizzlies like were like, "Yo, that play was not necessary." And I think you, that <sighs> you saw how Giannis went from behind today and got that chase down on on Tatum that got reviewed uh, because Tatum kind of hit the floor hard, uh, but it was it was not a flagrant because because Giannis got ball right, right. Just make him play for the ball. Yeah. Dylan Brooks definitely, in his own head, thinks he's capable of doing something <laughs> like that. Like that, it, you know what I mean? Like it's the same thing where he like decides that he's Clay Thompson when he shoots the ball. You know, it's just like just delusional type of you know, yeah. stuff. But it's I'm I'm getting tired of this because it's you know it, we're not talking about basketball. The basketball's been good. All it is is like you know code right. and in, right. and and you know right. all the sort. It's it's lame, man. On to the next one. Yep. Yep. All right. I think we're going to end it there. A shorter episode. Uh, Andy and I are fighting through it. We'll be back <laughs> after. We'll be Monday back night. after Monday night, game four. Appreciate you all. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.